0: Welcome back to the show. Today is a personal episode, and it is one that I wanted to share with you. So thank you for being here for it. I wanted to share some lessons that I have learned from being a mom. I I know you hear one aspect on this show a lot about me being a mom, and it was actually through some of the most difficult years that this entire platform was born, that my book was, was birthed. It came when we were dealing with teen substance abuse, and there's just no easy way to say that. It was some very, very hard years, and when I look back sometimes, it's even hard to believe that that was our life. Now, is everything rosy and perfect? No, it isn't for anyone, so just so you know, that's just the truth. But who they are today, I'm just really, really proud of. And I thought it was very fitting to release this episode because today is our youngest son's birthday. And I want to share some, uh, he's turning 24. I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned from being a mom. So my boys are now 24 and 25. And they, (laughs) as I sit here and reminisce and reflect on all that I've learned from them and how much they've taught me, they have truly shaped me into the person that I am today. I have been on a number of podcasts lately and so many of them have asked me, you know, what would you do differently when they were kids, little, how can we inspire the parents of younger kids to maybe help prevent some of the challenges that you went through? And I don't know if there is a way, I know that might not be the answer you want to hear, but I don't know. I think continuing to keep open communication is incredibly important and being in a space of a couple of things that I want to share today that maybe will just shift thinking a little bit is first off, any parents out there, there's no manual. Like there's absolutely no manual. I had to come to a place of knowing that I was literally doing the best that I could. And one of the things that I use now a lot is that when I make a decision in my life or in my business or whatever that is, I stop and think, okay, with the information that I have today at this time. Am I okay with the decision that I'm making? And when I come to a space of saying yes or no, um, I then decide to just move on and let it be. Because I think it's really important to know that the information that I have in five minutes from now might be very different and I might make a different decision. But if I only hold on to the hindsight is 2020 version, then I'm never going to be satisfied with any decision that I make. And I had to make the hardest decisions that I've ever made as a parent. And I, there was just no book and no manual for them. Many times I look back and think that I know I made some big mistakes. And it really is interesting because how we grew up is what we carry with us. And then that comes into our own parenting. And we don't realize it. Because sometimes I think we're so stuck in thinking, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it some way totally differently. But even if you do do things completely different from how you were raised, you still might be having decisions or differences that maybe you wish you could have done it differently. So it's really interesting when you start to look at it. And I encourage you that no matter where you're at to recognize that for the most part, I believe that everybody is doing the best that we can. I think that we, we learn to adapt and change the moment and learn that we also know what works for one child doesn't necessarily work for the other, right? Because they're totally different people. So learning how not to judge their wins, their losses, our wins, our losses, and letting them navigate their way. And I think it's really important in the sense that as a parent, for the longest time, my identity was wrapped up in how good they were, like air quote that, how good they were, how smooth things were, how they were performing, what they were doing. I just can't even tell you how toxic that is for everyone. Like that's so toxic for everyone. And that means that if you're wrapped up in their wins and losses, then you're standing there to catch them when things go wrong. And if you can think of your own life, How many things have you learned in your life that you learned in probably the lowest points? Like probably the best lessons were learned when like all shit hit the fan. And that's, we can't rob them of that because that is literally a lesson that they will be able to take with them no matter where they go or what they do. We want them to be able to navigate life on their own. We want them to be able to pick themselves up when life knocks them down. We do. If we keep them in that bubble they aren't going to be able to figure it out when things don't go as they would like which listen is always we're all proof of this life doesn't go according to plan we can set the plan and i swear there are times that the universe is going seriously that's your plan well we'll see and it throws something completely different at you so i i think that we have to be able to let them own their wins and their losses I don't really want to subscribe to the word failure because I don't think that anything needs to be called as failure. I think that we're learning from our mistakes. And so how many times, like everything up to the grades that they would get and, you know, how much do you prompt them for what they achieve? I mean, especially don't even get me started in the whole era of everybody gets a ribbon because I think we're in this state where it's like, the, it's, if they aren't winning hundred percent of the time, they don't know what to do with that. And then when there's a lot of challenges, they still don't know what to do with that. So I think at the end of the day, one of the things to always remember, and I I've said this, you I said this even before we had kids, they're not ours to keep, right? They never were. They never were ours to keep. They were ours to raise and teach them how to use their own brain to make decisions, good or bad, and to live by the choices and the consequences of those choices, and maybe choose something different for their life, or maybe not. Our job is to love them as best as we can, even if we don't agree with some of the choices that they are making. We don't want their approval to be conditional on whether we agree with what they're doing or not. It doesn't mean that there's a time of disappointment. Trust me on that. But I think it's also important to say, like we can't make our love conditional on them doing exactly as we think that they should be. That's a slippery slope because then before you know it, they are out there searching for approval, probably in all the wrong places. So one of the things I've always said is that they're not ours to keep. They never were. And there comes a point in time where they have their own brain. Like I realize when they're younger, your job is to keep them safe, hundred percent. But even from a young age, let them learn. Like let them have blips in their road. Let them have things that don't work out. Let them have wins, and let them feel and make decisions of Do I want something more? Do I like? Do I like this result? Do I want a different result? And you're allowing them to grow. I think when we do that, we are normalizing this piece about them making decisions and them making choices and them being able to create change in their life. Like let's normalize this whole pivoting and changing and growing and knowing that we all have the ability to stand on our feet in the process, even when things go by the wayside, because they will, whether you have my, our story or not, they will go by the wayside. It happens. So we have to give them space to make their own mistake and learn from them. I've always said, right? I can't push and pull you through life. My job is to walk beside you and encourage you to keep going. And I will I'll always cheer you on, but it's not my job to push and pull you through life. Just like it's no one else's job to push and pull me through life. It really isn't. And I think when we subscribe to that mindset, we keep ourselves stuck in the space of waiting for someone to fix it. I know I've been there for a long time waiting for someone to fix it. That doesn't serve anyone. And that does not empower me to make a change when I need to, when there are times I have to like literally look myself in the mirror and go, this is not working. You're not happy. You don't like this. I did that when it came time for leaving my job before the pandemic. I knew for two years before, I love the people I work with, but I knew it was time to go. And I, I didn't know how to do that. I was angry and was blaming everyone else for it, but that's just, that's the the process I had to go through. So that's part of what I've learned from them and from being a mom. And I think that another big thing is this piece on, since we can't be everything to everyone, even though we want to be and we try to be, how instead can we learn to be our best selves so that we are leading from this space of take care of you first, make yourself a priority first. And when you do that, you have more to give to others. Is that not a good lesson that you want your kids to learn as they grow up? It's not selfish. It's actually, it's not selfish at all. It's a priority. And I think that's what we want to do with them. Especially, it doesn't matter, actually, I say especially, but for both, you know, as girls growing up, we don't want them to feel that their only job is to take care of everyone else. And if that's what we're doing as a mom, then that is the example that we're setting. It's a pretty hard bar to measure up to. It's actually impossible to measure up to. And the same thing with boys, if we're setting them up, that their job is to always appease others and that their job is to wait to be taken care of. That's not the message we want to give them either. So I think there's this piece of always teaching them and empowering them to stand on their own two feet and that they can, right? They can, and you can give them a ton of support, but they really still have to stand on their own two feet. And I think that is a really huge piece that I have learned through this process of being a mom. The other thing is, is that they learn by seeing, not by your words. Hmm. They learn by seeing and not by your words. So you can talk a big talk, but if you're not actually living that and showing that and having them see that, then you're not really believable. And it's not something that they're going to follow through with. So they learn by watching. So how are you living your life? How are you actually like you can be spouting off all the rules as possible, but are you actually doing them yourself? That's a really important one. Like, are you actually living them yourself? Because when you are, you are showing them that they can trust you. Like you mean what you say and you say what you mean. I mean, I actually said to my kids when they were older, I've openly said, I know I made mistakes. I guarantee I made mistakes. And I did the best that I could with what I had at the time. I really did. I mean, I know so much more now. I didn't know that then, but I'm learning that I've learned this over the years. But I often say, like, did was I clear on the rules when you were younger? And they're like, oh yeah, you were so crystal clear. You said the same thing all the time. I'm like, so there was no confusion. There was no gray. Oh no, mom, you were you were like straight up shooter. And I'm like, well, to me, that's more important. It wasn't gray. It wasn't gray. And I think that's a piece is mean what you say and say what you mean so that there's no confusion. That is something I've learned from them to do more in my own life. I have learned like self-compassion, surrender, leaning into faith more than I ever thought that I could. And trusting myself to make very difficult decisions has been a really steep learning curve. And this even spills into my own business because there are times where I think like, can I just, can I figure this out? I don't know. And one of my models I used to say to myself is you're here because you know exactly what to do. You might not like the answer, but you're here because you know what to do. Just do it. And, and that's, that's a really important piece, right? Sometimes we spend so much time trying to make things look pretty and easy. And that's not necessarily, (laughs) that's not necessarily how it works. Sometimes we got to do the things that don't feel very good, but we have to step in that space and trust that we are in the right space at the right time. And able to make the decisions that are necessary. I think when we do that, that allows us to continue to move forward. So when I stand in a place right now of like, do I trust what's coming next? Sometimes what I have to do is stop and think, okay, but where was I before when I didn't think that I could do it? And that's always a reminder that's like, yep, no, I've been here before. I've been in harder places before. I actually sat myself down about a week ago because I was in this space of, you know, I'm launching a coaching certification. It's huge. (laughs) it's so big that there are times I feel like, like, what are you thinking? It's so big, but I know I'm called to do it. And this is what I, what I want to do. So when I have times of doubt, I stop and think, okay, but where have I been before where I've had doubt in myself and my abilities? I mean, a lot of it points back to younger years with them and being a mom, I doubted myself nonstop, like nonstop. I did because it was just such an unknown so I've been in this space before learning to trust myself and learning to make difficult decisions when I have to, it's a skill that I keep like, keep pouring on and keep leaning into in order to move everything forward. So I've learned, I swear I've learned all of that from them. I know I have. And when, as they get older, you know, this is a little softy here, but when you've got grown boys and they still say I love you mom and they give you hugs and they sit down and tell you about their day and they have conversations it's pretty powerful. You know what? I I if if it took going through some of the most difficult years of my life to get to a space where I can have incredible relationships with them, open and honest conversations with them, not judgmental, encouraging, And being proud of them, they're both doing something that they love doing, which honestly, there's a lot of adults in this world that are not doing things they love doing. So I'm proud of them for that. They're far more resilient at 24 and 25 than a lot of people are, but they've been on their own probably for almost 10 years. So they've been in that space, like nine to 10 years, they've been in that space of having to navigate through some really difficult times but I felt it was really appropriate to give them an episode where I just wanted to shout them out and let them know that I am proud of them. And there will come a day where they will hear this down the road and maybe sooner who knows. And they will know that I am proud of them. I would not be doing the work I am doing today. If it wasn't for the experiences that I have had raising them, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for everything that I've learned. And I just think that they deserve that shout out. So I would love to know how this speaks to you because these lessons that we're learning, they apply to everything. All of these lessons, every single one of them apply to business for me, every single one, they apply to every single area of my life because you carry yourself, how you lead yourself in one area is how you lead yourself in other areas. And I think it's really important that we need to sit down and look at who has helped to shape us into who we are today. And for me, that's my voice. that is a big part of that is my boys and I'm grateful for them. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the own your choices Own your life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes, and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember, when you own your choices, you truly own your life.